Never tell me the odds. I've got a bad feeling about this. It's time for Fumble Through. Fumble Through. A podcast that lives its life knee deep in bantha poodoo. That's right. Not too long ago, it was May the 4th, Star Wars Day. That tussles the midi-chlorians of nerds across the world. We would have actually done this a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, COVID, all that stuff. But we're going to move on from that. So, anyway, I love this time of year because it is about reliving nostalgic fantasy and I live my entire life thinking of things in the past through rose-coloured glasses, not the glasses that I'm actually wearing. I love to think about those things that sparked my imagination at a child um, and and things that I have never gone past. Did I just mess my words yeah, up again? I'm just moving on. very poorly. <laughs> at a child. <laughs> okay, maybe I will do that again then. <laughs> no, leave it in. That was good. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do love thinking back on those things that sparked my imagination and still sparks my imagination. It's like there are things that I hold dear as a child that I can't relive because I know that if I go back to them, they're not going to be as good as they were. So very quickly before we get to, and I know I forgot to do this last week, but before we get to Lindsay and his little uh, social upbeat, we're going to talk about something that has shattered a childhood dream. What's something you've revisited recently that you've gone, that is not the way that I remember it and it is changed for better or worse. Oh. Sometimes forewarning would help with these. Things. I only literally thought of this question as I was talking then. I'll go first if you want. So recently I went to Amazon Prime here in Australia for our international audience. Uh, <laughs> they too have Amazon Prime. Yeah, but well, I don't know what they've got. To, anyway. I went to, everywhere, bud. <laughs> I went to Amazon Prime and I watched a movie called They Live with Rowdy Roddy Piper in it. Now, this movie was a movie that I watched a lot as a child. Um, I think we used to rent this movie out mm-hmm. from the video shop a mm-hmm. whole heap of times. I think the one copy in the video shop had a dirty bit on it, like the the same part. So we always got the same copy. But I went back and for those of you that don't know the premise of this movie, and I think they're remaking this, so sorry if I do any spoilers, but the premise of the movie is there is a, a guy who is, he basically is a loner who breezes into town. He's an ex-wrestler, so he's big and strong. He works on a construction site. He uh, hooks up with some homeless people and he goes back to their homeless like town where there's a church. Inside the church, they, uh, they have some kind of congregation and all of a sudden these police people turn up and they bulldoze the entire thing and arrest everyone from the church. He finds a box with glasses in it. When he puts the glasses on, he notices that amongst us live aliens that you can only see through these glasses and all the billboards around say things like consume, breed, be one of them. And there are these subliminal messages and these alien ships that are flying around and all this. And then he, uh, he goes on a war against uh, a, a radio tower, I guess, to bring down whatever it is that is cloaking the aliens in our midst. That's the story of it. When I was a kid, I remember him finding the glasses within the first five minutes of the movie. I rewatched it. It's literally in the last third. Literally in the last <laughs> third of the movie. Like that movie captured so my imagination the the movie, so much. It's him being a construction worker and living with homeless people. 
<laughs> that's literally like yeah there's mm. there is a fight scene that goes on in this movie like you the most famous line from the movie he walks into a bank with a shotgun um maybe it's a shopping uh, no it's a shopping center and uh he's about to blow apart some aliens and he says i'm here to chew bubblegum and kick some ass and i'm all out of bubblegum and then he starts shooting people but I watched it. I don't hate the movie anymore, but it mm. certainly changed my perception of that movie. Like I actually went as a kid, I must have been like in such a this the the hook of this movie got me so much and mm. I watched this so much that my memory has just gone, no, no, that's what happened. The majority of this movie is him fighting aliens. Anyway, that's hey, my story. I, I got a good one. Okay, yep. okay. It's actually you kind of I ruined his life yeah. for you. So recently we went it was actually when we started doing this podcast, I went down an old sword and sorcery oh, yeah. kick again. And I yeah. rewatched Beastmaster, oh. which which I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. And then you mentioned, yeah, and I looked into it. How many fucking animals died <laughs> in the making of that movie? Yeah, yeah, that's- and it just before you know, fantasy movies yeah. were the death of animals, yeah. like before animal rights but that became was, a thing. We didn't have the internet as kids. Yeah. We didn't know that. I didn't know how many ki- how many yeah. cats and fucking Milo dogs and died Otis. in Milo and Otis. Oh, that was. Heartbreaking. I mean, does it does it ruin your love of Beastmaster knowing that they painted a tiger black to make it a panther? It ruins it that then he spent so long licking it off that he died. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a it's got a whole Tiger King kind of element it, to it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's I don't know. It, it's a great movie, but it's just it's it's yeah. It's it's the eighties. It's yeah. the the B grade kind of rules of. I'm never watching Milo Notice again after reading about. Beastmaster and then going down the Milo and Otis rabbit hole. Yeah. I used to love that movie as a, a real little kid and I'm not even going to watch it now because I think I'd notice bits that I didn't notice before. So, yeah. Why does the cat look different, mummy? <laughs> no, why, why does the cat's back legs don't work? Oh, I've never seen Milo and Otis. I used to love it. But yeah. yeah. That's, that's made me sad, actually, yeah. thinking about that. Although I will not let it tarnish my, like it's on film and I get that the, the animals died, but I'm still like, it's there. It's done. Like but, me yeah. watching that is not going to change that that happened. Mm. The world's progressed enough. It doesn't happen. So I think I'm okay with it. There's a lot of movies I not thought. Not okay with it. I thought I would rewatch and that'd be ruined because of like the special effects and the stuff. Yeah. But like what I've kind of realized is the old school way we did it with visual like puppetry and stuff yeah, yeah, with yeah. with teenage real mu- effects. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, so Warriors good. of Virtue. Did you guys yeah. ever watch that? Yeah. You know, they're still, I mean, those kangaroos are terrifying, but they hold up still to make a good movie because yeah. you know the craft Tank that went girl. into them. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a list going on. Oh, a oh, list. Do you, I've yeah. only got the ones. So okay. Well, let's go to get, Luke yeah. first. So, uh, not to lower the tone here, but um, the movie Inner Space. You yeah. ever seen that? Yeah, I yeah. love it. I also watched that again Rick recently. Such, Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. it's such a good yeah. movie. It's, it's yeah. um, D- Den- uh, Dennis, Dennis Quaid, Quaid yeah. and yeah. Rick Moranis. 80s movie. And Meg, Meg Ryan? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely fantastic movie. Yeah. Love it. Still love it. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a scene in the movie where um, the bad guy with the with one arm, yeah, yeah. He is with the 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 uh, the female, the redhead, obviously on some sort of date situation. And I remember watching it as a kid. And he's he pops the cork on a bottle of champagne, and she's eating chocolates and things like that. And she's on a phone call, and you see in the in the camera shot, his arm is there vibrating. And I remember saying to my parents, "What's the deal with that?" And my dad says, "Oh, he's mixing the cocktail with a whisk attachment." 
Like when I rewatched the movie as an adult, it's actually a vibrator that he's put on his mechanical arm. <laughs> because her line when she sees that is, I'll have to call you back. And then that's the yeah, scene yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah. And I had no idea as a kid. <laughs> I went back to watch that and I was just like, that's totally, bl-. it was a PG movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what the yeah. hell is that doing in there? Wow. So it made me reevaluate almost every movie. I just, yeah, I, what was there when I watched as a child that what could possibly oh, be there PG when you look back <laughs> yes. is not PG <laughs> anymore but even new kids because you go back to the Pixar movies and like the, oh, the modern some... animated movies are full of adult jokes yeah that's right but is that not... like when uh, Buzz Lightyear and um, and uh, Woody go into Andy's mum's room and says no it's Andy's mum's toys yeah yeah no? All right, yeah anyway. <laughs> yeah they don't come to life <laughs> it's a lot of Andy's mum's home yeah <laughs> <laughs> Battery's out. Battery's not included. Another good movie from the eighties. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't know how that holds up. I haven't I seen it for a long time. In a very long time. I wonder if it does hold up. Mm. Yeah. We should put a list together we, one yeah, day. We probably should. Podcast but- number two behind the paywall. We can watch these movies and do some reviews. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing a bit of that. Is it watching. as good as you remember? Sorry, I've, I've been doing a bit of that with my kids and yeah. trying to show them the movies that I loved. Mm, as a, yeah. you know, so I've been, I've, that's why I'm like, the, there's a bit of a list going on here. So most of my list is things that I've watched and they hold up and I really cool. like them. And cool. you know, okay. I've, I've been satisfied that they are still the thing that gave me the joy, and my yep. kids had the joy. Well, they sparked joy. The the first thing I know it's unusual is food <laughs> tubes. Recently, I've had a packet of tubes. Oh, it's like, a, what movie's called Tubes? No, no. I food. Yeah, I don't think you had that. I food. ate most of that packet. Right. Yeah, but, that was the first. And then I went and bought three more packets. And How good are Tubes, right? They've been not existent yeah. in our life for so, yeah. so long. Well, they never existed in my life, being from the UK. Right. Yeah. And like then they, they popped back up on our shelves yeah. recently. Oh. For those that don't know, they're packets of uh, some kind of like cheesel? a cheesel, but yeah. a barbecue flavory kind of. Burgerman uh, yeah, cheesel. Something like that. And they're delicious. Even Burger Man's a reference you don't understand. <laughs> no, no I'm thinking for the so... UK uh, listeners, at the end of the day, it's just it's like hula hoops. Okay. Probably the closest thing. No, yeah, right. Like a burgering, just... maybe mm, even? Like a, a, very a cross thin... between a burgering and a, and a cheesel. I guess. So. Yeah, I, I, it was more like a hula hoop, but if the hula hoop was made out of the same sort of thing that poppadoms are made out of almost. That's the way I would oh, describe yeah, the yeah, texture. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, like a blown kind of, yeah. <laughs> Crisp. <blown>. Nice. Um <laughs> But I was really hard because I was expecting yeah. it to go, oh, tubes, yeah, they're a piece of shit when I ate them. And they were so delightful. I was really, really awesome. happy My them. kids Very love good. them. Right. Yeah. So then there's three movies that I've got that I've shown my kids in the last- Wait, sorry. Yeah. We talk about movies. You brought it straight to food. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you well, said you're watching a movie. <laughs> I, have I, tubes, I, I said up front, yeah, yeah, yeah. surprise, surprise, food. But then there are three movies that I'd like to talk about that. Transformers, the animated. Oh, yes. Right. Oh, weep, grown. Oh, right. weep, look, it's Unicron. And it still holds up yeah, and my kids love it. And the soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it all wins all the way. Yeah. And be so that's that. Um, Goonies. Oh, yes. Still holds up. Yeah. Now, you say that, yeah. but is that a movie? Because this is the thing I got into with my wife as well. Was is that a movie that if you watch as a child that holds, well, but that- if you go to it first as an adult, it's like, what am I watching? No, I think both. Because Sarah did not enjoy. I think it, yeah, it was oh, either Sarah right. or her sister. Love you, Emily. Didn't enjoy it when wow. they watched it. And I was like, how can you not love that movie? It's I'm gonna like, put this possibly- to the test because Rachel's never seen it. Do you, oh, okay. do you know the first? Movie. So I got that movie. Showed my kids when they were very young. The very First word in that movie is Chunk inside. He slams a thick shake against the and window a and goes, slice. shit. 
shit. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> PG. <laughs> so, yes, and I showed my kids. They love it. They loved all of it. Yep. And I don't know whether as an adult, because I had a whole heap of nostalgia while I was watching it and wanted them to love it so much. I so, recall there is not a single scene in that movie either. that is not fantastic. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. I think we all know that up there is their time, but down here is our time. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> now- the last of my movies that I really love, I don't know that people would recognise that it's a retro now, but it's over 20, 25 years old and it's Lion King. Ooh. And you keep going back to it and it is still extraordinary to watch that movie. I've it's not CGI. It. You've never watched it? The animated one, no, I've never watched it. Are oh, you wow. serious? Yep. Oh, my Lord. It's like I watched this one, this bombshell, just like I haven't watched The uh, Princess Bride. Get the, the fuck car. out. <laughs> it's oh, now on my wish list. On, oh, oh, my God. I, we can went across it earlier. Even Sarah has no idea what it is because it came across on the, uh, is it Netflix or something yeah. like that? And it's a, a picture of the, the main female protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the Princess Bride. And, and I was like, oh, I need to watch that. The guys keep saying I should watch yeah, that. So I was like, why, why would they be watching it? She had no idea that it was like a fantasy, spoofy yeah. kind Even of- Even as a yeah. kid, I was like, oh, what's this? And then I watched it. I was like, oh. I mean, I get it. My children don't really love that movie. Like, mm, uh, but- I love it way more than mm-hmm. they do. So I think that may be what you said with Goonies. You mm. have to have loved it as a kid, mm. maybe, to appreciate all of it. But one of my most quoted movies of oh, all time. So- I quote that more than I quote Star Wars. Yeah. So we can play Jack in yours. Era, no, right? no, I think that. I think <laughs> that, he's just given us good talking. That talk. movie's like Labyrinth. It's like oh, yeah. oh, I hated, he's I hated Labyrinth, Labyrinth, and I still hate it. Oh, okay. but, but it's it's the one that when you watch it as a child, you hold on to those, those things. I think yeah. open worlds up for us, mm. and that's why we love them can, so much. Can we just circle back? Lion King, how have you never? Damn it, I thought I'd managed to get yeah. away with that. Do you, the caliber of actors, the caliber of Kameet Cheech Marin, you've got Mr. Bean, what's his yeah, Rowan Atkinson? Rowan Atkinson. You've James Earl Jones. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. The, the most amazing people it's are such a good in cast. So the ironic thing is, I have watched the live action one that they did recently. Oh. I actually quite enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Well, if you like that, you'll like this one because I know what happens. You now. just can't point? wait to be king. <laughs> Even Scar mm. is is That's encapsulated, Irons, yeah, yeah, encapsulated so much. He's got better. a great voice as well, it, and yeah, he yeah. does it so well. It, so uh, well. They don't put a poor wrong in that movie. No, oh. no, they really don't. Even um, what was Benson? What was his name? He's the oh, uh, the monkey. Yeah, um, Robert Guillaume. Yeah, and um, Nathan Lane is in it. Yeah, uh, you know. The, Timon and Pumbaa, Pumba, fantastic. Matthew yeah. Broderick, it's like it's an all-star cast. Yeah, you've seen Aladdin. I thought though. we were talking about things we hated. No, either way, things that the things, things that have good. changed. Yeah. Just oh, it, yeah. I'm getting to the hate in a second. There's one on my hate list, but the last on my love list, we went to One Up Arcade, which is a retro arcade yeah. for a, a, a friend's birthday party, and I played both of my boys in Tekken for oh, about an hour. The straight. original or the original Tekken. And, and there was a little bit of Mortal Kombat going on nice. too, which was brilliant. Nice. But Tekken. Even Double Dragon. Uh, yeah, we, oh, we did Double, Double Dragon, Dragon as well. Streets of Rage as uh, well. That was another yeah, one. Oh, Streets of Rage. It was so good. Final it was fight. Street so, Fighter so good. Street Fighter 2 is classic. Yeah, so that was like Street, Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat, and Tekken were roughly Tekken. in the round about Yeah, same. and the Ninja Garrett. Turtles game. Yes. Yeah. Of, that, and that was like the anime, like the yeah, comic yeah. book kind yeah. of animation. Hey, yeah. But Tekken had that level up where Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter were just parallel. 
tech and you could move around in circles. Yeah, yeah. You had the you had yeah. the kind of the extra dimension. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And the throws were better, and the, you know yeah. more range and stuff. And if you were on their back, it was a bigger throw than if you were facing them. Yeah. It, it's a Wilder and I, my seven year old and I played that for a long time. <laughs> Did you beat him every time and be like, "Oh, suck it!" <laughs> for a little while, and then you know, seven year olds yeah, and yeah, yeah. computer games. Yeah, so yeah. The yeah. plasticity was of like, his neurons kicked in. I'm a king. <laughs> Throw me from one side to the other and mash. Yeah, well, so, you know, loved Tekken and 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 still do and loved playing that with my boys. The one that I don't like, the one that I thought I liked when I was a kid and then I went back and watched it again and I do not like it and I'm not sure why I liked it in the beginning. Dark Crystal. Oh, oh yeah. get out. rubbish. This is your house, but rubbish. That is awesome. It's I can't get on board with the TV show because shit. you know how it's going to end. But the mm. movie was great. No. Nah. Took so long. Like I went back to watch it, and it was so drawn out, no, so drawn out. Yeah, but well, that, no, I hate it. When they say that, that took twenty minutes for them just to say that line. It, it was visual, so bad. Visually lovely, but the storyline was trash. I think. I think at the time we got enamored, much like Avatar when blue people came out and CGI was, you know, all of yeah, that happened. We got enamored with the technology or the yeah, puppetry the within puppetry it. Was amazing. And the story doesn't hold up. But the, See, I, I feel the I, same I, way I about think, Labyrinth. Yeah, the thing is that last for me, like that that whole cluster of movies: so Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, Flight yeah. of the Navigator, Explorers, Ooh, oh, oh, careful, careful. No, all for me are like Explorers, just stand in that space of just joy of yeah. my childhood. Enemy like, Mine. Yeah, enemy. Well, yeah, I was a bit older when I got around right right. to watching that one. But yes, that was the same era, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was just amazing. Last Starfighter. Last. Oh my. All they need to do with that movie is, is redo the, the CGI. CGI. That's all they need to do. Remake that the movie, game. Remake the game they play at the beginning. That That's movie it. stands. That still stands. Yeah, well, I don't movie. understand what you don't like about the Dark Crystal storyline. Like to me, that was the first movie kind of where I kind of like storyline wise, I'm like, okay, the the parallels between dark and light being one creature, yeah, and splitting that off, and like they still use that as a trope in. Comic books. And oh, I want stuff to like constantly. it. Lindsay. It's 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 not a bad storyline. This is a, this is a movie I've watched multiple times. Like my wife is my wife. is she she doesn't engage with the fantasy genre. Like as a matter of fact, her rules in life for watching movies is anything with the word star, war, space, or with cowboys in it set in the future or the past. She will not watch. And well, so Cable's voice in Aliens was like right yeah, off it. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So, so as a result, when when Starship Troops is the nugget. Yeah, yeah. When when I went to her house and saw that she had a copy of the Dark Crystal, I was like, oh, let's watch the Dark Crystal, and it is trash. And even she's like, every I've fallen asleep in that movie more Does times. She liked the movie though. No. Okay. No, she just had a copy of it, and I the, pretended that she liked it because we were, you know, newly dating at the time, and uh, you know, it did. But, and then evolved that she was like, "Oh no, someone bought me that, and I didn't like it. Just stayed there." But I want to like. I want to like a witch who pulls her own eyeball out. I want to like it, but it's so slow. It's just so slow. I think the metaphor is great. I think the idea is great. I the just world building I, is so long. Just don't think they deliver it well. Part. They take so much time mm. saying how fantastic are our puppets to the audience. I think that's that kind the of the story point. Is they kind up. of need? They built these puppet like the TV show couldn't do it. I think I, that I, could I have. I can't. Knowing how it ends, that's the that's the block for me. 
Well, I didn't realize it was set in the past. So when I watched the first episode and then I realized, I was like, I can't do this because I know everyone dies. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. I just yeah. couldn't do it. I got to episode three and I was like, I'm bored. The, the TV show, like, it should have been the TV show originally. The movie is obviously he did those crazy puppets and he wanted to show them off. The movie is, yeah. Is, yeah. He could have he could have streamlined a lot of it, and but he had those. I I love the cinema like the cinema of them walking along the mountains with those giant puppets and sure. stuff. I love all that kind of stuff though. But um, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It is a very slow movie. Editing but, needed to happen. But I just think he crammed a twenty minute movie into a one and a half hour. <laughs> You know, outcome. I think, yeah. you know, pull it back. Like, you, stop um, being so indulgent with yourself. It's have got, you done the never-ending story with the boys? I haven't. Betrayal. Yeah, that horse. No, sorry, that I horse scene hits you hard. I, it's I I I feel like the never-ending. Funnily enough, that one didn't die. <laughs> I, Not I, in the movie. I yeah. feel like the never-ending story was one of the ones that I watched again and I felt I wanted to love it. It holds a special place in my heart and I'm not willing to write it off, but it's not as good as I remember. I refuse to watch it again. Yeah. I would rather revisit Daryl, which is the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. That works. That still holds. What's Daryl? What's da- hell? What? Oh, what? So the same- You've seen Daryl? Kid that plays the main kid reading the movie, yeah. the book in the never-ending story. It's basically a, a boy with a robot brain. Okay. It ends up in an adopted family. Yep. Because he's basically been pinched from some government facility and they've just gone. He's like small wonder. Yeah. Just fantastic. Nick Blackbird flies it. It just, yeah. It had old, remember the 80s used to have like digital font? Yeah. yeah. And it had a dot between each letter, didn't it? Because it was an acronym for something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. War games. Another good one. The one I want to go back. And so I'm, I'm, I'm being really careful because I don't want to show the kids movies that I loved and then all of us hate them. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So I'm being careful about Never Ending Story because I think you're going to be in the right mood at the mm. right time to get that mm-hmm. movie in. I'm waiting for the kids to get a bit older so we can go back and watch Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah and She's a Mermaid. That Splash. one. Splash. Splash. Why do you want them to be a bit older? There's nothing too racy in there, is there? Oh, is there? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the a- golden age of the eighties. Okay. Yeah, kinda- yeah, maybe. I mean, anything even with John, like- anything with John, John Candy, Candy is worth going, right? But yeah. even like Mannequin, like yeah. there's a whole heap of that that you can't show kids right now. Yeah. But I want to. You, you know, you, weird you- science. Weird science. Right. Oh, you know. There's so many. It's just that entire era is just a medley of I just joy. I almost Weird Science again instead of watching They Live. Actually, yeah, that, right. that, it, Weird Science sadly doesn't quite hold I, up. I don't yeah. expect any of them to hold yeah. up, which is why I'm I'm nervous about it. But Kelly LeBrock, sheesh. Anyway. Have you guys watched- Edit that out for me. Have you guys watched Explorers again recently? Not for a while. The, the CGI again in that is a little bit- Is there bit, any CG? Yeah. You know when he oh, dreams yeah, little, and he yeah, dreams yeah, yeah, of all yeah, the stuff? Yeah, um, but still, like River Phoenix in that movie yeah. is so good as Wolfgang- Wolfgang. Uh, yeah, it's uh, but, and that movie holds a very special place. Same. Like I remember watching that with our older brother, mm. the three of us sitting there and watching that multiple times. Well, we the, the we the first time we ever bought a VHS recorder when I was a kid, we rented two movies, mm-hmm. and they were Debbie Explorers, <laughs> and um, I was going to say Goonies, but it wasn't. That was on a separate occasion. It was the Explorer, and there was the Flight space- of the Navigator. No, 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 no. It was a, it was a space thing yeah. uh, with George Peppard, uh-huh. where he recruits a collection Ice of Pirates? ragtag. I can't remember what it's called. 
but okay. they basically it's like a cheapo Star Wars. But they in space. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, one and thing we watch them repeatedly. One thing I am super nervous about at the moment is the Willow series oh, yeah. coming out. Another, another great. I fucking movie. loved Willow. Even now, CG and that's terrible. But is it? Well, but again, there's not a huge amount of the, the CG in there. Is the there? main problem I have in the CG is the Hydra. Yeah, everything else is fine. Yeah, but the TV show, like they're doing the TV show, and I'm like, I really want to watch it, but I am terrified of it ruining it. You know, I don't know. There's been some some good results, I think, with TV shows recently. Like the, uh, I'm really enjoying the Halo series. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm into Halo. I know I a think... lot of people are bad made in it, but I, I think it's fantastic. You are thinking, or you were thinking before of Battle Beyond the Stars. That's the one. Yes. Battle Beyond the Stars. I wonder why you two had gone quiet in your face. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, I know the movie that you're thinking of too, and I need to fix this in my brain. I, I was thinking of the Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which I loved as a oh. kid. Yeah. Or even the Jabberwock, the Jabberwocky, the, uh, the yeah, okay. Anyway. Time Bandits. Oh, time, time Bandits, bandits. so good. I hate Time Bandits. Oh, really? I hate it We watched so that much. so much when we were I kids. I hate it. it is, that, again, is so long and boring. It's, uh, yeah, I can't do Time Bandits. Can't do it. Anyway, is it time to? Yeah, is that our so, basic so question? So and everything? Yeah, we haven't even got to Lindsay's socials. We're sitting here just reminiscing about. I'm still salty about how much you hate Dark Crystal. No, it's not like no, I don't like it. It's, it's I hate shit. That. It's, <laughs> it is the worst thing ever. I tell you what, it's a disappointment to me because I want to love it so. It's got every ingredient that I should love so much and it's so upsetting that I don't Let's like get it. Dark Crystal. We'll sit down and watch it together. Every time I'm bored, <laughs> I will let you know and you tell me why I should not be bored at that point. I love it. I love it. And, you- then, and then we'll sit down and I will I will show you a movie called Hawk the Slayer. Oh, I've Hawk seen it. The you made Slayer. me watch it. It is the best. Oh, it was all right. It is the best. There is a dwarf with a whip who- Literally catches fish and eats their heads off. Yep. And then cr- See, that one, Elf Called Crow. That one was okay. Not as good as you were making out. Uh, that, oh. that one I think would have been better if I watched as a kid. Uh, the Mind Stone. He can call the sword to his head. Same with Crow. <gasps> not as good watching as an yeah, adult. Yeah, Crow doesn't hold up too much. It's watching still good. Sword it's still good. Yeah. 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 They're good, but watching them as an adult yeah, first without a kid, not as good. It's, it, what I love about those movies, you also have to go back and when they show these uh, scenes of the forest with somebody's put a smoke machine, green light, and usually dropped a snake on a tree, and you go, say, oh, I see we're in a fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> like Excalibur. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I did like- great ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like Crow from- from Hawk the Slayer. Yeah, like, I the love that character. as an idea of- uh, Jack Palance was a, such a good yeah. bad guy. Yeah. Well, he's a one-trick pose. This is yeah. why it's so hard when people say to you, what's your favourite movie? Yeah. And you're like, well, you, what you, genre? Need, to, you need a genre, yeah, you genre? need an era, you know. But, you know, at a push, Fuck I'm up. jumping the gun with uh, with a dicey question here, but at a push, my favourite movie without question is John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yes, I think we know that about you. Yes, mm-hmm. the yeah, and it's, a, and it's a great movie. It's just, I just, I would never get tired of watching that movie. Yeah, I love it. Kurt Russell in that is just uh-huh. a legend. See, for me, it's Fight Club. I love Fight Club. Fight, Fight Club, Club is, is good. Is good. Hey, yeah. Although I think it's so old now that I've forgotten what the first rule is. <laughs> if you, if we left one out here, or um, you want to tell us how <laughs> wrong we are about liking something, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and let us know. 
We we are all applauding Lindsay's professionalism. That was right a consummate great professional. segue. Yep. We ruined it all by congratulating Joyous. <laughs> Buddy, you've got a, a vehicle with two wheels that just gets steered by yeah. your feet. Lindsay always <laughs> brings us back on track. He always brings us back on track. Can I just say, I've loved the conversations we've had in the last couple of episodes. They've been great. So, yeah, anyway. Well, back to the beginning, because even more than that, the whole theme of what we've been going, I mean, it is it is no secret that all of us here love nerdy things, but each year we get to celebrate, like we did on May the 4th, the special thing. So, this week's oh, Dicey Question- this is a game question, I haven't played what, in a long, wait, long time. That wasn't even the Dicey that Question. Even, that was, just, that was, it, that was What the, the hell? That was a question I thought of as I was How many like, minutes have we been recording already? 30. lots. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Okay, so do you guys do anything special on May the 4th or do you have a special nerd holiday? Do you have something that you celebrate as your nerd holiday? May the 4th is my day and I get woke- got woken up by both of my kids wishing me a happy May the 4th. Yeah. I went to work and everyone was sending me memes and gifts and a whole heap of celebration about my religious day at work. And then just before I went to bed at night, my wife said to me, I forgot to wish you a happy May the 4th. I'm so sorry, honey. It's a known thing in my world, yeah. but that's my thing. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. All day. It sometimes is, uh, it it sickens me a little bit, the people that make fun of me for loving nerd stuff so much and then go like, it's May the 4th, yeah, I love Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, you, I, you railroader. I send them that gif of um, Spock with his hands up yeah. and then it's uh, – <laughs> What's the the saying? Uh, Gandalf says, "Happy." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Yeah. Do you have a nerd holiday, Lindsay? No. Um, May the fourth, when Lorelai was born, because you brought her, I think, a Star Wars dress. Yeah. And nice. I did her all up with that, and and the first one, but you know, she outgrew that within a month. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I'm. Bit of a spreader, like I, I'm, hey. I don't have a, hey, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> a man spreader. I was going to talk about the smell. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have one set like um, thing that I'm super into. I'm a bit all over the place. So. Yeah. Is there any other nerdy holidays besides May the Fourth? I don't know. Actually, I, like uh, you made up the question. Depends where you were by nerdy day, really, hey? Because I was looking at the calendar just today, and there's a day in the year that say International Biological Diversity Day, and I was like. What? I've biological never diversity. biological diversity. Yeah. Okay. Man, woman, hermaphrodite. No, there is um, species. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I actually I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about a word that it means the end of a species. Like, you know, like the dinosaurs came down and a meteorite kills the dinosaurs. What's the last dinosaur called? Or somebody who is at the end of their lineage. They have no children, brothers, sisters, family left. When they die, that's the last of their lineage. There wasn't a word for it until very recently. It's still not in the dictionary, but they're using the word endling for (laughs) it. So you are an endling if you are the last of your line. Because since, you know, I was born in in the 70s, surprise but uh but since that time the world the world population has doubled but the animal population has halved so you know there there needs to be a word for these can you not look at me in the eyes particularly when you say the animal population is halved (laughs) it wasn't all my fault (laughs) but you're wearing all this oh no that's you okay i've got two really good holidays that i think we should start um celebrating so june 4th yeah is international tabletop day okay november 5th which is the day after my birthday 
is Worldwide Dungeons and Dragons Day. Oh shit! So celebration of thirty-one. Well, that was a while. Isn't ago. that interesting? So yeah. tabletop day is two days before my birthday, and Dungeons and Dragons Day is the day yeah. after your birthday. Did yep. you say? Yeah. So I mean, tabletop day I guess encompasses all tabletop games, not just RPGs. Mm. Yeah. But mm. Monopoly. We should probably start, you know, celebrating them. www.www.dnd. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yeah, something like that. So uh, I I don't have a specific day each year, but I will celebrate certain things. Like this year, there is a there is a specific anniversary for my favourite superhero, and I'm not going to mention his name because Luke's just going to try and a- aggravate me, and I don't want to go through that because you know it's it's not fair. But also there are there are moments it's a in flash, our right? in our life. Well, actually, I love the Flash as well. But there are moments in our lives that that I doesn't think doesn't run fast anymore. That, <laughs> that not when there's buildings around, you can't see them through windows. I meant Gordon. Uh, Gordon's alive. That the- doesn't hold up. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. How dare you? It does not hold How up. dare you? <laughs> it really doesn't. How is it out there on the ledge all by yourself there, Luke? <laughs> but uh, the, we did celebrate as a family that every one of my children, when they turned six, and we did this with Brett's children, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we had a Star Wars day. So. On the sixth birthday, you became of age and you were old enough to watch Star Wars. And we specifically started with what what people now know as A New Hope, but we know as Star Wars. We I have the mm-hmm. DVDs, although one of them's broken, but of the original cinematic releases without the cutting out of the music and the songs and the new CGI and stuff. And we specifically sit, like I think for each one of those, we have put up a big projector, mm-hmm. sat, invited people People around. get dressed up. Yeah, got dressed up, done lots and lots Good of times. cool stuff. Sounds awesome. Yeah. And that's a, that's been a that's been a family tradition mm-hmm. of ours mm-hmm. that we have done because that was uh, that was something that that we held dear. And it's a good. I don't know why pass- six. I think it's because for me it was because that was I remember watching that was on my sixth birthday going to watch right. Empire uh, Empire Strike no Return of the Jedi okay. at the drive in and we watched all three of them. Yeah, right. So that's why I picked six because I had kids before you. Yeah, and then we followed you, and then would go Star Wars, and then for the next three four weekends it's Star Wars, Star Wars, Star yeah. Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. It's because now you've got to get through so heaps good. more movies. Yeah, but brilliant, right? Yeah, yeah, really good. And every year on May the 4th, I try and watch something Star Wars related as well. So, you know, there's this this year, I actually went back and watched parts of the Christmas special. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Boy. B. Arthur as a bartender. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah, Lumpy Waru and Itchy. My kids did a lightsaber battle fight for me on Star Wars Day. <laughs> they, like, lights off in the lounge room, light up lightsabers. The youngest was dressed as Spider-Man, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It worked. Spider-Man was like. Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Oh, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, just pause for Luke to say something. I, I don't celebrate Star Wars Day. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to shit on Spider-Man. <laughs> no. why, why, why don't you celebrate Star Wars well, Day? Well, I, I think it's more because I was named after Luke Skywalker, so I get a lot of stuff to do with Star Wars sent my direction throughout the year, so... When it comes to just another like May the Fourth, it's like I, you know, I, I'm, I'm saturated on it a little bit at that point. Do you remember the fifth? Re- Revenge of the Sixth. Revenge of the Sixth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interestingly, though, I'm looking around the table. I just did a little clock on the shirts. We're all wearing Luke's, the only one not wearing a Star Wars shirt. Yep. 
Yep. So, all oh, what a surprise for me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, have you got a couple of shirts? <laughs> one, never, one or two. You've never posted that on social media. Brent. No. There. Anyway, okay, we need to get back into a game. Last week when we left, we were we'll get- re- deep inside a mausoleum. We were about to breach through a door. I believe uh, we had Miles standing right next to a door. We had uh, a five-foot gap before a new character named Tia. Tia. Tia Ma. Tia Ma. Five foot gap. And then behind Tia, we had Reg peeking through her legs. And then behind uh, Reg, we had Flopsy down a corridor. We are in initiative order already. We start our round. Are we waiting for Miles or because Reg technically goes first at the top of the round? So you're going to just all wait till Miles goes. So, Reg, you're just going to hold till Miles opens the door? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I'll move you in initiative order. Miles, it is your go. Miles opens the door. <gasps> Miles reaches down. Does he push or pull and gets it the wrong way first of all? And then- <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Miles- Sense motive on the door. <laughs> Miles opens the door into a revealing a dark room. You can see a little bit into it, but you certainly can't see the whole thing. But even when the door opens from where you are, especially you, Miles, because you're right next door, you can still hear the chittering of the uh, bugs from a room nearby to you. But you smell, uh, I guess it would probably smell like bacon cooking, uh, something along those lines. Like it, it was cooking yesterday. It's not cooking today, but there's certainly something... Maybe flesh burning. Flopsy. Yes. Light it up. What do you, oh, <laughs> what are your TIFO I see? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot Flopsy has dark vision. Flopsy, you alone can see into the room. Uh, it's an incinerator room. Obviously, this is the crematorium part of the uh, mausoleum. Uh, and uh, that was the room that that is in here. It's basically a long corridor that is 15 foot wide. You can see a couple of uh, of ovens, I guess, that, that are body-sized. The room itself goes 50 feet, but in on the 40th foot, there is a door or an opening that goes to the right. And obviously cold yeah. ovens, right? Uh, the ovens are definitely not on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that during the convocation, it's pretty good to burn dead bodies. Hey guys, come eat, drink, and be mellow. What's yeah. that smell? Ah, just the mausoleum. Break out the, uh, the pies. Break out the popcorn. <laughs> this is the crematorium. Go in yeah. there and uh, you can see. Miles, are you sure you saw someone? I can't see anyone in there. Well, this is where they came from. Could you light it up by any chance? I could if we're coming out of finished order. Right. Is anyone bro- breaching the doorway? Not without light. Not without consent. <laughs> Tia will. Okay. Oh, so just- Tia walks up uh, to the doorway, uh, gets inside. How far in is she going to move? Come on, everybody. We're going in. You see Tia start walking in. Um, Tia walks in. How far? She'll move 20 feet, have a look, and okay. then do another move if she needs to. So moving 20 foot in, even at the edge of her vision, she can see in the middle of the floor that would have been just outside of Flopsy's range, there is a hooded lantern, obviously with a hood drawn. She'll go and unhood it. Yep. Boom. Light pops out into the crematorium section of, and she definitely sees the opening in the door. Is there anything else in the room that we see now? Uh, no. There's no humans, no people, nothing, and no. Uh, basically, I mean, there is things in the room, but all of them are to do with the fact that this room is where you cremate people. Come on, then. Okay, so Rachel, this way. Yep, Reggie's going to go in. Okay, Miles so, will also go in after this light. 
Yep. So you guys all move in marching order. What would the marching order be? Tia at the front? Then me. Then Reg. Then Miles. Then Flopsy. Yep. Sounds yep. good. Okay. And you start moving up. Do you go move around the door? Around the back of the door. Oh, or to the back of the room, to the door, to the right. Just generally looking around, moving and, and just get scanning. Okay, do a perception check for me. Cautiously scanning. Flops yeah. is going to check the room. Were you just suggesting that we open the door and he's hiding behind no, the it's door? No, it's literally not a, even a door. It's a gap. So it's a it's a wall. No, I mean, the door we just opened. The bad guy's like hanging behind the door. <laughs> he's, he's hung on the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd! Just by his underwear. Uh, Rich, you got an 11 on perception? Yep. Get I have to roll two. Uh, Flopsy's on a 24 there. Wow. Dark vision. 22. And 13 for Tia. Yeah, your perception checks reveal nothing of note in this room other than uh, other than what was described. Shall we go through the door? That yes, way. Let's, let's, let's go. Come on then. And she'll just keep walking on. Just be careful. That chittering doesn't sound good. Okay, you walk up to the door. You will look through the uh, through the opening. The chittering's behind you, so it's uh, it's move. You're moving away from that section oh, of, of the mausoleum. <laughs> so you walk through the through the center of this uh, room, getting up to the end of of there. And weirdly enough, I don't know how who does does design this, but right next to the crematorium, what do you want to put next to a place where you cremate dead bodies? Pie shop. No. The Toilets. The library, of Buffet. course. <laughs> so you don't even put a door on the wall, but you put a library in there. Uh, so you walk straight in and you can see a series of bookshelves that are in this room. You move into the bookshelves, uh, not into the, into, the, <laughs> into the room with the bookshelves, but also you see directly to your left, there is another opening. It's sort of a circular room that's cut into a wedge shape. It's not even a quarter wedge. It's more of a sixth wedge. And there's an eerie green light that, that undulates and pulses a little bit uh, from the gap in there, but you can't see that from where you are. Just make a perception check for me. Does the do the books anything look to be dis- disturbed or anything like something's gone through it? Like the statues were all smashed down. Is there any sort of disarray in that room as well? 25 on the perception. On the, the reg. Well, that's good, reg. That is good. Yeah. What did you get? 12. What about Tia and Flopsy? Tia R was 13, Flopsy is 14, and Flopsy will say... Ah, oh, yes, the old learn and burn at the same time. <laughs> the learn and burn. I mean, it would be good for getting rid of religious texts that they don't want. It takes an average of 35 minutes for a femur to burn down to uh, enough dust. That's half a good book if you could read it at a speed. You don't see any signs, uh, even with that amazing perception check, of anything being changed in this room. So unlike all the other rooms, even the crema, like you haven't seen anything be disturbed really since the the like the foyer area. Statues out the front. Yeah, in the foyer. And the green light? Uh, the green light is through another room. So you would have to move uh, into the deeper into the room to get to that. That's an opening to, into another chamber. Too far away to detect. Magic at this point. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, very. Reggie much so. stealthily move into a position where you can look into the green room. Okay, Reggie moves up. Reggie, as you move up, your perception was good, but it wasn't great. You get to make for me a reflex save as the bookshelves start going clunk, clunk, falling over, toppling like dominoes, one after the other, almost on top of you. And the rest of your party make a reflex. Okay, I got a reflex of 23. Okay, 23. You jump out of the way, taking no damage. Rest of the party, can you uh, please make a reflex? But your reflex DC is much, much less because by the time the books hit you, they've actually, there's too much in the way. 
It's not possible for Tia to just to hold the bookshelves up. Oh, if you want to do that, I love it. So make a strength check. Fucking piece of shit. Nine. Nine. So Tia cops the full brunt of-, of uh, Thanks, books. random encounter dice. <laughs> <laughs> 16. 16. You jump out of the way of the falling books. What about you, Flopsy? Flopsy's on a 21 reflex save. Tw- Flopsy also jumps out of the way, and Tia is the only person that gets copped into the bookshelf. She doesn't actually take any damage. All it does is it covers the floor around her, and she just makes needs to make a reflex or she will fall to the floor. She's like, no, my one weakness, I can't read. <laughs> Why do you make fun of me? She can't read. It's just mean. 22 on a reflex save. 22 on a reflex save. She uh, maintains her feet. At which point, Reg, you can see a figure at the far end who has just pushed over the bookshelves. You think maybe the same figure that may have shot Miles. That figure is drawing a bow and is about 15 foot away from you. Okay, so I shout to the rest of the party that there's a guy. There's a guy! Yep. There he is. That brings us to the top of the round. Miles, you can see a guy about 30 foot away from you. Can I tell what race he is? Uh, he's got a big cloak on. He look. He definitely looks somewhere in the vicinity of human. How far away? Uh, 30 foot. Oh, misfortune. Okay. Brump. That is our will save, I believe. Yep. Not that we've ever done this before. <laughs> I mean, this is a new thing for me to roll a will save. That is a will save of 13. Fails. You shoot like your mother. <laughs> is that an enchantment? Uh, no, it's just okay. a supernatural Even then, I think thing. a 15 fails anyway, so it's no, a- 15 would have- um... No, nah, it's, well, it's not, so it does. So he is now misfortuned. Yay, I get to roll more dice. Rare, are you doing anything else with your move action? I cackled. Okay, and you cackled. You don't have to cackle in the first round, do you? I just did it because it was fun. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Reg, what are you doing? Still extends uh, it from 15 foot away from you. Oh, I'm going to charge. Yep. Yeah, still charge straight in. Around, yeah. Yep. And trip. Okay. Does a 21 trip him? So much suspense in there. And yes, a 21 trips him. Okay, so that's not a critical fumble. Oh, you caught it. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that's nasty. You caught it earlier when you were rolling rock. You're like, <laughs> you went to get to combat. So yep. I saw that one, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Yes. No, so I, t- I go in, I attempt to sweep round, and instead I just kind of spin on the spot, totally misjudging where he is. So yep. I just do a pirouette. Yeah. And, and he just shuffle, oh, he just shuffles his yep. foot out of the way. Whirlwind of papers flutter yep. in the yep. air. But yep. you still keep him a little off kilter because nice. uh, it's not, not while you miss, you don't fumble. As I spin around in that pirouette, I catch the eye of uh, Tia and uh, Wink. Okay, Tia, it's your go. Tia will also charge. Okay. Just as a standing order for Tia, she will always power attack. Okay. Well, Unfortunately, because of Tia's manoeuvre, she she's in difficult terrain okay. a little bit. So while she didn't lose her footing because of the books around her, she's the only one impaired by the shelves that, okay. are, that are there. So you, you can still get there in a move action. You just can't charge. All right. So she'll move up and take a, like an almighty swing with all okay. of her might oh, God. into this creature oh. that should be prone right now. I feel like isn't. this is going to be more than three points of damage. Uh. Let me just see if Let's that see. hits. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> 23 to hit? Yeah, 23 is going to hit. 18 points of damage. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. You are dishonorable and you will die. Okay, 18 points of damage. Fuck. Was that, and that wasn't even crazy. Fuck me. That wasn't even Max. Oh, Jesus. Was that Paratag? 
That was power attack. Okay. Always power attack unless they say not. Wowza. Okay, so T. Uh, it's a little bit more than a Reggie three, right? Two handed with a sword and power attacks. The the person that's in front of you, um, you see, as uh, as he's wielding a rapier, you can get a hint of an elven ear amongst the wisp of beard that is upon his chin, giving hint of perhaps both human and elven ancestry all at the same time. Looking at Tia, he attempts to pincer her, but just before he attempts that, another creature slides from the shadows, moves into a flanking position with him behind Tia, and both of them attempt to attack. So hang on, where is that in relation to Reg? Uh, Reg is standing next to her. So Reg, you could attack both of these guys the next round. Okay. Remember, one is misfortune. Oh, I just rolled two, and it sucked. So thank you, Lindsay. You're welcome. Uh, fuck. And both of them miss. With uh, one with misfortune and one with shitty rolls. Fuck. <laughs> you have dishonored yourself and you will die. Yeah. So both, you think both of them are elven and human in nature, half and half. Um, they have revealed themselves, flanking Tia, uh, perhaps, perhaps maybe showing their hand a little bit early and uh, prematurely to the detriment of 18 fucking points of damage. Uh, Flopsy, it's your go. Just throw a bomb in the library. Go on. <laughs> Flopsy's just enjoying watching Tia and he's just going to stand back and hold. If any of them um, run, he, he will take an action. Otherwise, yep. he's pulling a hot pocket and he's going to start eating. <laughs> hot nice, pocket. Nice. Yeah. Heats up. Steam Ooh. starts coming uh, off it. Oh, this is this is enjoyable. <laughs> Well, this is an unexpected twist. <laughs> the smell of melted cheese. I don't have to get anywhere near this battle and can save my spells. <laughs> I love it. Miles, it is your go. So you are still 30 foot away from the furthest creature. However, the one that's pulled into flanking, yep. um, he is uh, 20 foot away from you. Tia, look out behind you. There's a small thing trying to attack you. And he's misfortuning that one as well. Misfortuning. So, that was that a third also. one? And they are both misfortuned. Cackle. Actually, yes. Yes, I am going cackle. Can I also, as a free action, make a general knowledge check on whether or not half elves can be slept? Uh, You know they can't. I know elves you've, couldn't. You've but they're, very, they're very picky, apparently. You, yeah, you've dealt right. with these guys you, with half elves before. I, I thought I'd only dealt with elves. I yeah. don't know about half no, elves. You definitely know they can't be. Uh, they can't be. Slept. You doorboy. This one and this one. The yep. two that already tried to hit me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. That's what you're talking. Yes. I deal in bad luck. Basically, they will have harder time trying to hit you now. Good. Explain so much when Lindsay says, I deal in bad luck. (laughs) So much of this party's (laughs) antics just came. This all aligned for me. That's great. Reggie, it is your go. Uh, So, Reggie, am I closest? Well, the one closest to me. Literally standing next to Tia, you can attack either one. Okay, so the one that looks- Or both of them, if you have The one that looks to have taken a substantial amount of damage, I'm going to leave alone. Okay. Uh, So, I'm going to attempt, because I think Tia's all over that. So, I'm going to go, I'm going to flurry starting with the trip on the the other one. Okay. (laughs) Ten on a trip. Is that, how far down is that from your- how much does she fa- do you fail by? Uh, so, yeah, so how much? Do, isn't it if it's more than five? 
Or is that without improved trip? Without improved trip. Okay, cool. They can't trip you back, I don't think, with improved trip. You can look that up later. But no, you do not trip him. Okay, so I'll go with the second Mm -hmm. with another additional trip. So I've gone round first time, missed him completely. He's lifted his leg up. I've gone straight through. I've come back round with the reverse on for the next leg. That's going to work. Okay. Uh, Rolled a natural 19 on that one. Definitely. So that'll be 26 on the trip. You trip successfully. So he as goes I kick down. him out from underneath, I get a free attack because of Vicious Stomp as he okay. goes down. And that is a 25 to hit Oh, on the Vicious Stomp. Okay. 25 is going to hit. Okay, Sounds so we, sad, Justin. What do we think? What do we think? What do we think? Three. Four. Five points of damage. Ooh. Oh. He's trying to show off. I am showing wow. off. Yes. Somebody's trying to yep. impress the ladies. My, my, I am, my fist is engorged with joy. <laughs> oh, a little bit red. It's weeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a tear on it. Indeed. Only one. You can use your fists and feet. I am a man of many talents. A half man of many talents. Most impressive. Well, Tia. Now she's going to show me how it's really done. Let's see. Let's see uh, the slice and dice. She just turns to the one on the floor and spits on him. Yeah. And then turns to the one that she's hit already. Yep. 15. No, sorry. uh, 13 to hit. That is not going to hit. It's not enough. While these guys don't have a, a great armor class, that's not enough. It's massive. It's a massive miss. Oh, was that a natural two or something? No, no. She would have swung hard again and gone. Clang, double-handed, big bastard sword into the ground next to it. Yeah, just this hitting perfect a big, partnership. A big chunk yeah. perfect partnership. You take a big swing, it's going to go right over my head, right? It's perfect. Yeah, and most of the things you say are going to go right over her head. So, yeah. you know, equal. What to do, what to do, what to do. There Probably is nothing, run. nothing, Die. nothing to be done from that guy but stand up. He is going to stand up. Provoking an attack of opportunity from the two combatants that are right next to him. He's going to... Can you stand up defensively? No, no. No. Nice try. Yeah. It's a 21 on the attack of opportunity. That's going to hit. For five points of damage. Okay. Reggie five points. Is... I thought you were going to drop him back to the floor then. No, no, no. I just want to give him a cheeky smack to the face as he's getting up. Just slap him. Yeah, yeah. T will look to you and go... How cute. <laughs> How quaint. 24 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit. So I'm going to lose a hand here if I'm not quick, right? <laughs> Slam as a sword comes down. 17 points of damage. <laughs> 17 <laughs> points of damage. Um, uh, I believe that that would put uh, this creature in the state of, I believe it's bloodied. Uh, bloodied's when you've cut someone in half, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is it a horse? From- yeah. Liter- a literal piece of this combatant falls off. As his entire body falls to the floor, the uh, the Reggie other- is caught in a spray of gore and blood. Yeah, all of <laughs> fainting. Yeah, and the remaining the remaining rogue that is in front of you, you see a blossoming uh, pool of water come straight out of his pants. Um, Holy re- one, re- this one is finished. Yeah. The other one needs to be defeated. And he is going to attack you, Tia, with the rapier. What an idiot! Well, I mean, what his mate's just been sliced in half. While apologising at the same time? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, a 19 and a 3. <laughs> he misses. All right. Uh, and Flopsy, it is your guy. Flopsy will remove the hot pocket from his mouth and bite down on a, a hardened piece of leather casting mage armor on himself. Okay. All right. I would have thought you would have had that up from last battle. Okay. 
Interesting. Uh, round number three for this, Miles, it is your go. Miles is seeing that this guy's on 30 the 30 foot away. Yeah, he's going to just move up and give him a punch. Going to not worry about cackling anymore. Just going to move up and take a hit. Okay. It's unusual for Miles. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Can I move in the flank? <laughs> Not with the movement. We were that going you've done. so well. We were yeah. going so. That's an eleven to hit. An eleven is not actually going to hit, unfortunately. Oh. So Miles swings and misses, but Cackle's still up this turn. Little Reg. Okay, so Reg on the last guy is going to go in, do a flurry. He's going to backflip for a kick to the face. Oof. Natural twenty. Fuck. Natural seven. So that's a 14 on the confirmation. Does that work? You don't. Confirm. Okay, so I'll do the damage for that one first. Oh, just two points of damage for that quick clip under the chin. Uh-huh. Uh, as he lands sure-footed on both feet, he yep. then does a, a quick punch to the groin. Oh, you're going to get piss on your hands? <laughs> Suck it. Big spray of moisture. <laughs> uh, you know, like in the old Kung Fu movies where they just put talcum yeah, powder in yes, exactly. yeah. That was actually a 25. That is definitely going to hit. Okay, for five points of damage. I don't know if you've ever seen a person die from a nut shot before, <laughs> but you have now. I believe that, but that his eyes might pop out of his yeah. head. Boys, he boys makes, quickly by his know, testicles. <laughs> his eyes, and he makes that... His testicles replace his eyes. Yeah, and just drops to the floor holding what once was his manhood. Both rogues on the floor twitching and bleeding out and dying. You cannot afford weapons? <laughs> I am a weapon. Okay. But yes, I do have some nice ones, actually. It's very long. And you? my chain. I got this falchion that I picked up off a dragon that we killed earlier. Yes. Hit with it. Use that. Hit with it. I... Kind of, I'm just saving it. Right. I'm not very good. It's it's new to me. It's heavy and unbalanced and it's weird. Right. <laughs> I, okay. I just stop. I, as I said, I deal in bad luck. That's how I stop people. And sometimes sleep. Okay, so what else can Reg see? Right. In the green. Okay. Mo moving along from this awkward conversational situation. <laughs> Reg, just, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. So you move uh, around. You've got two dead bodies. You've obviously got bookshelves. Books are everywhere all around you. Even from where you are, you can see that most of the books deal with something like uh, necromancy or the preservation of dead flesh. Uh, yes, or these are uh, romance novels. Necromance <laughs> novels. <laughs> Oh God! We just got about the neck. way too much information about Flopsy. Then you could have kept them alive, Reg. We could have found out who they were and what they were doing here. So, oh, like, yeah, it... Reg looks at Miles and looks at T.I. was like, "There's a spell. Yeah. There's a spell here that will bring them back to I'm, life." I'm pretty sure she can't attack non-lethally with that weapon, but you, you can. But she, okay, okay. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. You want me to pat them? No, no, it's fine. Can we search the corpses? You can, See if there's any like identifying marks, cult you can marks. Certainly, search your treasure. You can certainly search the corpses. So the first thing that you're obviously the equipment that is on them is the uh, first thing that you'll find. Each of them has a rapier and a masterwork composite longbow. You also find upon each of them a potion. Flopsy, you're just, I'm just going to give you this one because you've had these enough. It's a potion of cure moderate wounds, so they have one of them each. There's a potion that you don't know upon both <laughs> of them, so two <laughs> potions, so I'll need a roll for that one. Right. They obviously have masterwork studded leather upon them as well. Obviously. And there's 20 arrows. Uh, you can also find in their pockets a combination of 73 a GP. 
And even looking at the coins, the coins look like they're minted from somewhere far away. Uh, Your knowledge the- geography might be able to help you. Fuck you. You know it. You know it. Well, there's a new character here. I thought oh, maybe. Not my more, sleuthing reward local? doesn't give me that, Justin. Knowledge local? That won't work? No. Okay. Any distinguishing marks in <laughs> tattoos or uh, I'm just going to let this. Uh, so just 23. 23. Know. Two potions of invisibility. And the one oh. distinguishing mark you find is a clasp. The clasp maintains with it a symbol that looks like this kind of like a golden symbol, like the medallion with a snake eating its own tail in a figure eight, and like an infinity symbol. And in one side of the snake, it's got a sun, and the other one's got some sort of phoenix. Oh, it's a in- yeah, nice. Uh, knowledge local, I got 20. Mm-hmm. And Flopsy's at 28 for a knowledge local. Okay, Flopsy, you uh, that was my moment there. Thank you. Okay, Reg, Reg, you look at the snake and you go. I know what that is. Enemies of Pathfinder. That's the Aspis Consortium symbol. Aspis? Oh, the Aspis Consortium. Aspis Consortium. Who are known enemies of the Pathfinder. So you, the, essentially it's another guild like the Pathfinders okay. and they're in-, uh, they're in um, More nefarious ways yeah, of doing things. Yeah, Reginald, they put the ass in Aspis. <laughs> However, you also know that what Miles described as a sun is actually the symbol of the Rune Lords. Oh, uh, we are treading on dangerous territory here. Oh, it didn't Do- look very dangerous to Tia. Rune lords are not to be trifled with. What's a rune lord? They are lords of the runes. <laughs> Knowledge history. Oh, I have that. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> it's you. History and geography. What are they? Shit. 19. Okay. Do you remember when we played Rise of the Rune Lords? I do. <laughs> yeah, those guys. No. <laughs> so in the in the history of Galorian, there were a uh, there were a series of powerful creatures in the past who were called Rune Lords, and basically these like way were in the past, or? these were masters that were had almost godlike powers, magicians, maybe powerful creatures that basically built. And the rise and fall of kingdoms were around these. Like in Egypt, they would have been called pharaohs. In Rome, they would have been called. You put yourself in a corner there, didn't you? Yeah, I really did. The Pope. Hierog- <laughs> the Pope. Hieroglyphic lords. <laughs> they would have. I was going to say they would be called Caesar. You know, they're, they're the monarchs of their time, but they're they're more powerful than that. So, and they fought with each other, and essentially their battles are what ripped the world apart. So, the scar of the world is a result of the Rune Lords uh, fighting with each other, and the Rune Lords ha- basically have elements of power. All through the world, there were talks recently of a rune lord called Karzog, who may have been brought back to life and then uh, destroyed by some adventurers that are around. But there are the rune lords basically encapsulate lust, greed, and the the seven deadly sins essentially. And do we know what uh, rune lord this one? No, the sun is. The Emirates. Rune Lords encapsulated. So, because each point is one of the uh, uh, one last of, one of the envy greed. cardinal sins yeah. in the yeah. cardinal points on the yeah. So, is there uh, the Aspis consortiums that aim to bring back the Rune Lords? Uh, that is beyond your ken. The consortium is uh, aimed, I believe, at uh, monetary wealth through whatever means necessary. 
Okay, well, at least we know who now. And what why, it takes. And probably yes. why if they just hate why are they Pathfinder doing, What society. are they doing here? They have a singularly selfish motivation, whatever gets them ahead, and they will trot on people to do so. Yeah, they want money, so they'll be stealing stuff, they'll be wrecking things. They're, they're not short of a coin, but knowledge is normally what they go for, but surely and they leverage a, that into many coins. It's Surely it's a bit of a bold move there to, to attack the Pathfinder Society there's, so openly. There's a give and take between the Pathfinders and the Aspis. For, for ages gone, they, they would move forwards and backwards in, in schemes and adventures alike. Can I sense motive on whether Flopsy's Billy bullshitting me here? He doesn't actually know. He's just... I'm fairly sure Brett's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it, but he's on the money. So. I've got no reason to doubt him. I'll, no. I'll, yeah, these are he is he is semi on the money. They they are they are basically two different factions that are working at odds with each other, almost to the same means. Like you know, you know, the Aspis Consortium is about reclaiming old power, but the Pathfinder is also about reclaiming the same thing. They just do it differently. It's like the Jedi and the Sith. It's a fundamental philosophical difference. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep going through this place, make sure there's none more of these guys around. He said two, but let's just double check. You start moving into the next room uh, over. Do or... we uh, leave the bodies? Well, we're right next to a crematorium. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it is convenient. <laughs> a little too convenient. <laughs> do you want me as to... As soon as you open the oven, a guy jumps out. <laughs> ha ha, it's covered in soot. Do you want me to carry them to the other room? No, we don't have time. Let's get, keep moving. Let's keep moving. We'll mm -hmm. come back for this. We're going through the rest of this uh, area? Yep. yep. Okay, you move into the uh, room with the strange green glow. This room houses a strange metal cage that's filled with a dancing ethereal mist. You uh, you look at it and it, it like almost like watching a Lovely. clock swinging <laughs> a p in a pendulum enchants you a little bit and you find that it's very difficult to turn away from the uh from the mists that are within they're enchanting you a little bit not magically you don't have to make saves there's no mechanical version but it is i guess like a love lamp it's really hard to turn away you look at it and there's just something about looking at these mists that seem amazing beyond the mists you can see another door behind it in the room. And this room's like a it's wedge a with a round uh, back, like a kind of a wedge shaped. Is the door shut? Uh, the door is uh, shut. Can I move? Uh, little Reg moves towards it and uh, going to give it a little. Oh, hold on, Reg. Let me just check So you have to move past the mist. Oh, right. Hold yeah. on, Reggie. So directly Sorry, whoa, behind whoa, 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 the yeah, mist. Uh, let me just uh, do a little sec, Magic Magic. You're not just getting yourself into a uncomfortable scenario. Uh, detect Magic into the room. Mm hmm. You detect strong emanations of magic. Holding it for three rounds, please. Justin. You are detecting uh, a lot of transmutation magic, and you are. Yeah, <laughs> actually, as a matter of fact, you are divination transmutation uh, is very strong inside of here, this and conjuration <laughs> is even stronger. I guess it's very powerful with all of the Asians. <laughs> um, Asians. Middle Asians, <laughs> East Asians, <laughs> conjugal relations. <laughs> what do you think it does, Flops? Well, um, can I do a spellcraft, Justin? Mm -hmm. That is 24. No fucking idea. Like the uh, this ring, this is well beyond my power. And if it's beyond my power, 
you guys aren't going to know. Yeah. And Just it out is of that, I'm going to make my own spell. Call. It is literally a mist inside a metal cage. 25. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, actually, no. no, no. <laughs> you don't get anything from that. Either. So the mist is confined in the metal cage? It is confined in the metal cage. Do you approach the metal cage? Yeah. Justin T- can't kill me anyway. Tia hasn't stopped staring at the mesmerizing mists. You touch the mist. I approach the cage. You approach the cage. You get right up to the cage. Do you attempt to touch the mists? What do you reckon, guys? It is beautiful. You want me to open the cage? I pull out my wand and summon a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the perfect use of the wand. <laughs> and I get the dog to touch the mist. Okay. You see the dog in the six seconds that the dog springs into life, uh, move up to the cage, and as it, as it goes to touch the mist, it hits an invisible barrier. And vaporizes? Yeah, that's it. Right. Your dog is well trained. It, it doesn't vaporize. It just it spell ends and it disappears. Oh. It only lasts six seconds. Summon it closer this time, Miles. <laughs> no, you, you think that it hit something. That's not the metal cage. I think there seems to be some sort of... Kid flops you to another spellcraft on that interaction. You you get the feeling there's an invisible barrier around this cage as well. Yeah, it seems to be some sort of field holding it in, not the cage itself. And confidently, because I'm trying to be tough in front of my subordinates. <laughs> subordinates. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah. up and you know. You're touch, all subordinates. <laughs> touch the uh, invisible wall. What part of your body do you touch it with? My hand. Okay. My strong hand. <laughs> okay. So your dominant hand. Sure. You touch the. Wall. They're all very leading questions, Justin. They I know. Very, very leading. I know. I was. They were called giving Lindsay a chance. Mm-hmm. You attempt to go and touch where an invisible wall of force, let's call it, uh, is right there. Your finger touches this wall of force and the mist beyond on the other side. Like, you know those electric orbs when you touch them and all the electricity comes down to your fingertips? It looks like the mist all comes to a point all the way up to where your finger touches that wall of force. And even beyond the wall of force, you can feel a crackling energy on the other side of it as if it's trying to reach out and touch you. Nice uh, homage to Star Wars, by the way. That's, that's pretty cool. I think we can move on. It seems powerful, whatever it is, but it's obviously confined for a reason. Yeah, the mist now coalesce into a penis. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a reflective device. <laughs> <laughs> it reflects his innermost want. It's like the mirror in Harry Potter. <laughs> Asses. <laughs> Aspis is Aspis. Think- <laughs> let's let's go out. Let's go out the door. I don't think this is any threat to us. Yeah, it might be something they're after, but it's it's super fine. powerful. I loathe to leave something with this kind of power behind. We'll come back to investigate later. Is that? Unless you want me to smash it and take whatever no, the no, power no, no, is no, into no, no. my body. You don't feel like this is only new here. This looks like it's been here yeah. for a while. Yeah. It seems like a weird place to keep it with it's the- a, It's an established piece of uh, artifice that probably belongs here, but I must know more. 
Mm, very interesting. Let's, let's come back. Let's come continue back. Continue on. Mm-hmm. You move into the next room. The next room seems to be like an antechamber, like a dressing room of sorts or some type of antechamber where somebody might lay. There's like you can see a couple of robes with some religious symbols on them. There's a symbol of Phrasma, a symbol of Abadar as well. So a couple of the gods that are there. Almost like this is where somebody might robe or derobe. Um, you move into the next room into a, into a chapel of sorts. So where somebody might conduct a ceremony of uh, of uh, or ritual from here, and from inside you can see that there is a there is a trigger to open one of the walls and open it up so that you can fit a congregation inside the room, but it can only be open from inside. It's not like a a roller door or something that's open from outside. Holy man, yeah. What is this place? Can I make a knowledge check? Yeah, you think it's a like a. Because I'm not confident that I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I mean, a little bit starstruck still that I've just seen this beautiful woman slice a man completely in half. Really? Because I think everybody else is upset that you just punched a dude in the nuts so hard <laughs> you killed him. <laughs> she, she was like, damn, boy. <laughs> what happened to the little one? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, this enormous chamber, you can see that the chamber is, it, it rises to an arch to form a half dome. It's 30 foot high. It's supported by columns and decorated walls. And it's, it's a beautiful place place and you can it gives you a sense of grandeur that if you were to inter inter a body or have a funeral rite of something this is a, a, an appropriate place mm. for it this place definitely feels like it's been consecrated and uh many bodies have been laid to rest through these walls and through these doors yeah it it feels sacred one one can feel the power of many gods touch this place can you not feel it you talking to me flopsy get in touch with your inner self Field. I just touched the inner to somebody else already today. I don't think I want to touch my own innards. Yes, you pushed uh, pushed his outers into his innards. I heard a pop (laughs) or two, like bubble wrap. So, I mean, you you search the rest of the the building to find no other people. The chittering that you heard earlier is a room. You can see a, a pit. Oh, with full? a skeleton in it oh. and beetles that obviously are designed to eat flesh in jars all around the, uh, so they can clean off the bodies or do things like that. While this is a mausoleum, there are things about researching the dead, researching bodies, learning biology here as well. So you have all of those kinds of stuff. And and nothing here else here seems a little out of place. Probably the, the worst one is that there is an entire room room that is magically cold full of slabs basically a mortuary oh, it feels so, like tilly's room so we have everything in here is to do with dealing with corpses except the magical room with the weird lava lamp of death you don't know what that does exactly that's what i'm saying i've i've no idea what that is but um i'm sure when we get back and talk to uh Venture captains, they'll, no, they'll like fill us mechan- in for there's sure. There's no door to that gate or anything. As long as it's there. secured, as long as we've secured the area, I think we're t- there's nothing. You've been looking around as we're going. Sorry, mm. I've been eating my uh, hot pocket. Uh. <laughs> Very well. And with that, you exit the mausoleum. Having cleared the mausoleum, you find outside two fellows there, the fellows of Simmel and Arnett in each other's arms, embracing happily. They take a moment to say, look, uh, we were custodial caretakers 
uh, of this place. We, we thank you with everything that we can. Both bruised, one of them still limping and being held up by the other. Arnett still is is on partial moves, just for those people playing at home. They uh, they say to you, we can't thank you enough for, for your help. Please, we have not much, but have this as a as a... It's a gratitude, and they hand you a two potions. These are potions of the lesser restoration. They shall, they shall restore your health in a time of trouble, as you have restored us. Also, please tell anybody we we will spend some time. We may be able to have reinforcements here in a little while. We may be able to rustle up some helpful defenses. Send people here and we can help you. In game terms, what that basically means is that uh, you have helped the cause so much that you've bolstered the Pathfinders. And because you ball hit so well, Luke, please pick one of these. You've earned yourself. I'm really not going to look at Lindsay right now. You've earned yourself a boon. Let's see if it's better than the one Lindsay picked. You are a baller. Uh, Simil, on it. Sorry. I'll tell you what it is. Uh, it is aid another. A Pathfinder agent helps the PCs solve a puzzle, disable a trap, or accomplish some other task, as if performing the aid another action for a PC. Mm. So you can use that at Good any pick. point during the adventure. Thanks for um, Tia's three boons as well, Justin. That's really appreciated. So, well, she did win a whole heap yeah. of contests yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, of- all those strength contests. Yeah, that's right. So in in story terms, what that means is that these guys are going to bolster up and Pathfinders uh, have now a bit more of a safe refuge. Certain Pathfinders can come here, heal up, and these guys will actually help them a bit. Uh, similar, Arnett. Um, yes. So we've come to discover that the uh, it was the Aspis Consortium that are attacking. Oh. I knew it. I saw a glint of gold and I thought that perhaps it was those dogs. Yes, yes, they must be very evil. We've never heard of them before now, but... Dogs? Do you want me to hit dogs? Um, what is that weird cage of green energy in, in the mausoleum? Ah, that is beyond all of our knowledge. Useful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes, beyond all of our knowledge. Yes, correct. That's right. We have, we call it the cage of soul echoes. We do not know exactly what it does. It is dangerous and not to be trifled with by anybody but those who are masters of the arcane. It seemed to like me. It seems to like everybody. Do not be fooled. Have you ever seen Lost and seen the mist? <laughs> no, I miss that play. Do not be fooled by the mists. Okay. They are set to entice and to lure, but I've seen them kill. I, I'm just saying it would have been very cool at Time for a DM to give me a template or something, but you know, whatever. I always get nervous when we get things like potions of a lesser restoration. That's bad news. Uh, Why would we need that? Well, we'll find out next time. Oh. <laughs> Do not go near those fucking mists. They will kill you. They are. There. They will kill you dead. Yeah, they are. They are there for people like Lindsay to fuck with and die. I thought you were about to like turn me into a necromancer and dissolve my hand or something. I was expecting, you know, cast a, cast a level 15. Jeez, that's a lot of disintegrates. Yeah, the very high level uh, spellcasters have gone to a lot of lengths to stop people from fucking with those beasts. I was expecting, like, you know what? I'm sick of Miles and yeah, Misfortune. <laughs> You're now a necromancer. You are now Misfortune. Yeah. Your tongue is.